You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I didn't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico are joining you, as usual, 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sartor Heyman Text Line are both open for you guys the entire show. Um, this has been talked about briefly throughout the day, I believe. But now I want to—I definitely want to dive a little bit deeper into this because the athletic, uh, athletic excuse me, has has written some updates and articles regarding the or- Baltimore Orioles broadcaster. Uh, do we have the clip of the things he said? Um, I do. I don't know if you guys got to it, but I put it in the drive folder because I was at practice, so it would have been if you guys got oh, to yeah, it. No, we didn't. Get to okay, it. perfect. Let's get to that then, because um, we can play that audio. This is what. So, if you are unaware of the situation. Um, the Orioles have suspended or indefinitely suspended their play-by-play broadcaster, Kevin Brown, over comments on their team's record versus the Tampa Bay Rays. This is how it sounded prior to a game just a few days ago. For the Orioles, Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've Already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th. 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18 the previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. So... I think a lot of people were in the same boat as I was when we listened to this for the first time. You were just waiting. You were waiting for that 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 word or the phrase or something to be said where you sat there and go, oh, there it is. Oh, that's why he's suspended indefinitely. There it is. But throughout the entire video, you go away from that and saying, well, that's actually pretty factual. All of that is factual. I thought it was going to be something he said, like when he didn't know the camera or like the mics were hot or something. So like I went back and I was like, did he say something right at the beginning? Like why'd they keep this video going for so long? And I couldn't. There was nothing find to it. Anything. There was nothing to it. But that is exactly how it sounded, and it's it's those comments that he made right there that have now gotten him suspended indefinitely. And so the Athletic has written articles here, and they've they've made updates to the the original one. Um, once again that uh, Kevin Brown, the broadcaster, said, pointed out on the air that the Orioles had won more games at Tampa Bay's Tropicana Field in 2023 than the last three years combined. The comment was backed up in the July 23 game notes, which are put together by the team's public relations staff. Oh, crazy. 
The, quote, the Orioles have won three of the first five games at the Trop this season after winning three of the 21 games played in St. Petersburg from 2020 to 2022, the game notes said. So not only did Kevin Brown really report factual information, number two, the broadcaster Kevin Brown also took it straight from the Baltimore Orioles game notes. He reported what he was given from the team. And if you watch the video of it or you were watching it on TV, there's a graphic. When that that, music pops up. Yeah, there's a graphic of the statistics. So somebody else other than just Kevin or other than than just this Kevin Brown, right, the Baltimore Orioles announcer. We can call him Kevin. We're on a first name basis. Kevin. Somebody else had to approve the graphic. Somebody else had to make the graphic that was involved in the Baltimore Orioles organization. And they didn't make that 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 second that he started talking about it that was made the day before that was made hours before this and was approved by the Orioles I'm guessing since they were having their their uh, 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 announcers say these things like these are all things that he's not disparaging the team he's not saying anything mean about the team he's just reporting on what the numbers say he also never he didn't like dwell on it he just said it, and then they moved on. And he moved on to say, "Hey, this is how you have to." And he also threw in about their former, their 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 coworker, right? One of their coworkers who actually got the final win, or you know, the the the, the last win at Tropicana Field for the the home of the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, the Baltimore Orioles are starting to come out uh, of this. Uh, the Athletic reports that despite it being in the game notes, game notes, excuse me, the Baltimore Orioles ownership took exception to Brown pointing it out, believing that it made them sound cheap. Brown, who started as a radio broadcaster for Baltimore in 2019, has been been a popular fixture on Orioles telecast for the past two seasons. Um, now, what's crazy? Once again, they decided to get all up in arms about these comments because it made them sound cheap. Baltimore ranks 29th in Major League Baseball payroll, which is the second lowest. You are cheap. And well, that's no, no, a, no. that's a number it, that, that It hasn't even been that they're cheap. It's that they have gotten a farm system of just really young guys that are now starting to all pan out and hit their prime. They're at the they're at the cusp of their prime. Yeah, the they're Adley- still cheap. They're not signing big name free. And it's not like anybody look, I but can't tell you that, that anybody's like trying to go to Baltimore. Nobody's clamoring to go to Baltimore regardless of how much money. So it it to a point or to a, to a certain extent it is that they are cheap, but to another one like you said, you've built through your farm system. All of these guys are finally coming up and and doing what you expected them to do. And like I said, it's not like all these big name free agents are clamoring to go to Baltimore, so it's not like you have it's not like you can just throw money at somebody and expect them to be like, "Oh yeah, I'll be an Oriole." Well, I think part of baseball, and this is I mean, NBA is in the same boat, right? Um you have these the the big market teams the mid-market teams and the small-market teams, right? Kansas City is a small-market team where they're not going to be able to go pay or, or offer the same amounts, nor want to offer the same amounts as the New York Yankees or as the Los Angeles Dodgers, right? And so that's why every time of the trade deadline, or except prior to this year, or even in free agency, it's always, oh, Freddie Freeman's going to the Dodgers, or oh, Shohei Otani's probably going to sign with the Yankees during this offseason, right? It's things like that. I hope. It's because there's just pl- plethora of money, and that's what a big market team does. They try to scoop up all, all, the, all the stars because mm-hmm. they can afford it. 
A Baltimore, a Kansas City, in the NBA, a Memphis Grizzlies, they can't. They just can't. And so what's interesting here, um, I would have taken it, honestly, as a way of saying, look at how how much we've improved mm-hmm. over those three years. Rather than looking at this makes us sound cheap, it, it in me or to me it says – Look at how much Baltimore has improved. Baltimore is now in first place in the American League East this season. They reached their 70th win mark on Sunday. Um, but how about this? This also comes from The Athletic. Ownership for the Baltimore Orioles has enacted a new policy mandating that their broadcasters wear only team gear when on air. That snafu led to Brown filling in on radio after his comment in the Rays series because another broadcaster got in trouble. Okay. Broadcasters have also been previously reprimanded, reprimanded, excuse me, for mentioning past Orioles players who are no longer with the team. Okay. I don't get I don't get it. You get a little bit of success and all of a sudden you think you're you're all high and mighty. Why are you changing what what got you here? Granted, you changed a little bit to get you yeah, to this you had, point. You had to change a little but why bit. are you why are you all of a sudden just like, all right, this is what needs to happen? Like, again, he wasn't saying anything malicious about the team. He was just mm-hmm. reporting facts. And like you said, you should take it as a compliment. Like th- three years ago, or in these last three years, we weren't able to compete you, with the top team in the AL East. Yeah. And now you didn't have a chance. Now we we have we have an over five hundred record against them. We've won three of the last five. At this field that we had no business of winning in, in the last three years. Well, and as as you mentioned in the video and in the clip, uh, it's not like the Rays have been a slouch in years past yeah. either. So, just a, a crazy turn of events. Kevin Brown, um, I'm sure if the Orioles decide, I mean that's the thing is if you're him, I understand there's contracts and things to abide by. How do you go back to work and expect? To, I just feel like everything's fine. Well, he's suspended this. indefinitely, so I don't even know when he's going back. But that's my thing: is if they're like, if they if they come to him like, okay, listen, yeah, you're back. We, you just got to watch yourself now. How do you go back? How do you how, watch? How do you yourself? enjoy? How do you? Yeah, because you, what can you, you say? Bingo. That's exactly the point. He didn't say anything wrong. Yeah, it's so, uh, it's crazy. Does he have to stay away from? Ne- do, is it just all rainbows and sunshine? No negativity. If they're down four to nothing, can he just be like, hey, the comeback is about to start? Well, that's what's crazy is that it wasn't even negative. He framed it and phrased it in a way to where it took what was right. And DP always talks about friction, right? And that's somewhat what what Kevin Brown was doing right there was he talks about how the Orioles had to go through something Mm -hmm. to get to where they are now. He had to set the story, he had to paint the picture and lay out the landscape, and that's still Got him suspended indefinitely. Just a wild, wild uh, just sequence of events over the last few days uh, for Baltimore Orioles and, and their play-by-play broadcaster, Kevin Brown. All right, before Ridiculous. we get to break, before we get to break, Rico, 22 days, one hour, 45 minutes, As you say, did you, and you have 37 <laughs> seconds until Volleyball Day in Nebraska begins. I want to get somebody's thoughts on this as well. So if you're going to the game, if you're uber excited for Volleyball Day in Nebraska, I want you to call in 402-464-5685 on the Honda of Lincoln hotline and and just give us like your overview of how you think um, the hay market and how you think Lincoln is going to be. Because look, picture this, picture this. It's Volleyball Day in Nebraska. You've got the team 
coming back after what some would call a disappointing season, um, losing in the Elite Eight um, to a team uh, of Oregon uh, in the Louisville region. You come back with a team with no seniors. You've got five juniors, one, Lexi Rodriguez, who has been a captain the last two years. You've got a ton of, of national team experience with a lot of the players on your roster. You've got the number one class in the nation once again that John Cook has put together to lead this, well, not to lead this team, but to to help this team get over the hump and win another national championship for Nebraska, uh, University of Nebraska-Lincoln Volleyball. But what Volleyball Day in Nebraska is, is a celebration of volleyball in the state of Nebraska. And I just want to know, I, I just feel like the Haymarket is going to be buzzing. The energy surrounding Memorial Stadium with the sport of volleyball in this state is going to be electric. You've got the University of Nebraska, Kearney, coming from, from central Nebraska, who's been a top five team year in and year out in the sport of volleyball, who a few years ago was in the national championship game and has been in the final four of the Elite Eight in the tournament year after year. You've got Wayne State College up north coming down to play the University of Nebraska, Kearney, in an exhibition match before the University of Nebraska-Lincoln faces Omaha for their fifth regular season match of the year. Um, You've got to be thinking that all three of those teams, not to count Omaha out, but all three of those teams are going to be top teams within their their, um, respective divisions, Division I, Division II, University of Nebraska, Kearney, and Wayne, Division II. But those three teams are going to be top teams within their divisions. So I, I, I just feel as if, Volleyball day in Nebraska, surrounding the state, you know, you've Omaha, Wayne, Kearney, all the way out, and I looked this up, all the way out in Henry, Nebraska, which is the furthest west you can go. It's right on the border of Nebraska and Wyoming, is going to be buzzing because the sport of volleyball is not only massive in the city of Lincoln, but it is huge all around the state of Nebraska. We've talked a lot about the passion that Nebraska volleyball fans, and when I say Nebraska volleyball fans, I don't mean just for the Huskers, and that's why this event is so special for everybody involved, for all the fans, for all the youth, for all the college athletes that are participating in this one, um, because they get to showcase their abilities and the talent that is in the state of Nebraska on a, a as big a stage as you can get in the state of Nebraska, if you will. And 90,000 fans are going to show up rocking whatever color that they want, whether it's UNK and it's blue, whether it's uh, Omaha and it's a little bit of black, white, and red, whether it's um, Wayne State and it's gold and yellow and white, or excuse me, gold and black, or even Nebraska, right? 90,000 fans are going to be in attendance on August 30th in Memorial Stadium to what? To watch volleyball. And that that that's something that you can you can ne- you can't get anywhere else number 1 and number 2 if anybody tries to duplicate it or replicate it Nebraska is always going to be the place that it started. This event put together after Nebraska volleyball broke the record for a single season regular season match attendance with the University of Creighton, Creighton University, however you want to say it, with Creighton University in Omaha, only to be broken a week later by the University of Wisconsin 
and the University of Florida up in Wisconsin to, to take hold of the, again, regular season, single season attendance record. Wisconsin has it now, but Nebraska, the University of Nebraska, Omaha, the University of Nebraska, Kearney, and Wayne State will soon be able to to stake claim to not only the largest regular season attendance, the largest exhibition attendance Mm -hmm. for Kearney and for Wayne State, but possibly a world record attendance for a women's sporting event. Yeah. As that is currently held by, I believe it's a World Cup match over in China, I believe. I don't know who the matchup was, but it was somewhere in the um, 91,000. And as it stands today, as it stands, it was, as far as we know, 92-plus people will be packed into Memorial Stadium to watch volleyball. One, one thing that also just needs to be uh, repeated Nebraska, the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, has called off classes for this day. They have called off classes to what? To go watch Volleyball Day in Nebraska. And it's going to be in a, a ruckus environment. It's going to be an awesome place to be. And and it's, it's such a good thing to celebrate the sport of volleyball and, and the passion for, for volleyball that, that the f- people in Nebraska have. There's no better place to do it than than on the biggest stage in Lincoln, and that's Memorial Stadium. And so we're super excited for it. Once again, the countdown, 22 days, 1 hour, 39 minutes, and 21 seconds from this moment, Volleyball Day in Nebraska will commence. And Nebraska will rightfully take back their uh, their stand as and their, their, their post as uh, the, the true volleyball school in the country. So can't wait for it. It's going to be super exciting. Stick around. When we come back, we have something really special to do. Obviously, uh, the crossover with Strick and Austin, but not talking about that. Uh, A1 Automotive and Kendall Warnock, if you heard it earlier today, they're doing something really, really special in the community of Lincoln, and we need your guys' help to do uh, to do it to the best of our ability. So stick around. We'll tell you all the details and get you guys involved. Coming up next, you're listening to the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.